Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. The people what they want. Gotta get ready, can't quit. Yeah, I'm up next. I'm what? Prince. What? Yeah, been the prince. Yeah, I'm the prince. You're gonna well. be I'm single for the rest of your life. No chance like this. Brought Lesnar on the beach. Look at the heat. Eat, sleep, Look at the heat. Repeat. Whole new swag with a price on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the map piece. Watch that. See the power level gotta increase. I get no bitches. I'm a Uh, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a day, what a week, 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 what a weekend we are about to get into. But first, I gotta guess, I guess I gotta be proper and official. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between. Welcome back to the Grass Unleashed podcast. As always, I am your voice that does the most gresh joined as always is the queen of rebels herself sweater the bandit what's going on with you hey y'all another day another dollar <laughs> hey how's it going ah! so uh yeah for this is another rare edition of the gresh and Lease podcast that it that code that goes down on a saturday because both of us were busy as hell through the week let's just be let's just be real there yeah, it was quite the week Yes, it was. <laughs> I had to, uh, I had to uh, pull out of a show this weekend because my I woke up, my body said, "Yeah, I think you probably need to stop." Wow! <laughs> oh my I woke, gosh! I woke up. I was like, "Whoa!" I, I'm like, my first thing was like, "Oh, it ain't COVID," because I can smell, see, I can smell and taste, and I don't feel any like aching or any symptoms. So I'm like, "Okay, what's next?" Right. No, you just you just tired. Yeah, basically. And it's so. the same here. Like and it's like I have a feeling like I'm still like running on fumes. Like I don't think I'm gonna have a day off until after one music fest. Oh no, nah, I w I wasn't probably gonna have no day off uh if I didn't if I didn't have to pull out these this this weekend show, I probably wouldn't have no day off until like Wednesday, Thursday. But that's that's the weird part. It's like today so yesterday I had a day off, today I got a day off. And then, while not tomorrow, then Monday all the way through next Sunday, book for other gigs. So I ain't gonna have no day off. Like it's, it's ridiculous right now. And the so crazy thing, um, I want to say was it Wednesday? I think Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday had to do Elton John. But the crazy part about it is when Elton John, while Elton John was performing at Mercedes Benz Stadium on Thursday night. So he performing. Then you have Disney on Ice happening right across the street, like at State Farm Arena, the same day. So you got all this traffic and all these cars. Just it was so chaotic. I was like, oh god, like man, we ain't gonna never like. <laughs> some of us ain't never gonna get to where we got to go. Like, oh my goodness, like. <laughs> but the good thing about it was I became a pusher, like for the re- the remainder of the night. So I I had a pretty Are you pushing pills. Uh, man, get out! <laughs> you push a you push a peanut. Push that's what I was thinking. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what we doing." I was like, "You put some pills now." I was like, "Oh my gosh, y'all are silly." I'm like, "That's cool with me. Like, I don't mind doing that because who knows? You you might have to stay. You might get cut early. I got lucky. I got cut early, so I was like, "Oh, I can go home. I can try to go to sleep." And then even then, I still didn't get no sleep. 
because I was watching the wrestling footage. Like as soon as I got home, like took a shower, did everything I had to do, and all of a sudden end up like going right on my phone, like watching all the wrestling footage I could watch. <laughs> I ain't gonna never go to bed. <laughs> speaking, speaking of before we get into today's show, uh, few, uh, not many housekeeping notes for the Gresham Leafs podcast. Uh, Patreon content still coming. I'm still working on that. Like I said, we both literally been working to the point where we haven't had time to link up as far as do, recording that, but we will get to it. As far as Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Gresh is still a thing. If you guys want to post anything, be involved in future videos join the official Gresh subreddit because like i said i am back doing reddit reaction videos on the Gresh youtube channel if you guys want to be a part of that and and post interesting funny wrestling content or stuff you would like me to see and just react to and you could be on the on the channel join my official subreddit at r slash Gresh and speaking of everything that is going on today because we want to get you guys even though we was busy we still we still kept up to up to speed with everything in the wrestling world because Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul has been officially confirmed for WWE crown jewel in November for the undisputed okay. universal heavyweight championship. We'll talk about that as well as solo Sikoa. He was stripped of the NXT North American championship on this past Tuesday. And my, my entire, and to be honest with you, this decision kind of took me out of the entire show because I'm like, that was stupid. For all parts. Yeah, when I I didn't even get to watch it as And also speaking yeah. about it, you we have for the first time ever at Survivor Series, the official, I guess the, the first time ever war games. It'll be Survivor mm. Series. So we're gonna have two rings, two cages, war games, men and women. We'll be talking about that as well as talking about one of the very rare shockers that I, I was genuinely shocked, and that is the arrival of Soraya. No, no. Soraya, but it's actually Soraya, formerly known as Paige in the WWE. She's been retired, I believe, since 2018. It feels like a long time for me. I ain't yeah, so long. 2018, 2019, 2017. One of them days, she was she was retired. I mean, because I believe she had a match with uh, involving herself. I believe it was a, either a six woman tag or a tag team, and she took a move, and she had to retire. And mm. I'm guessing, and her contract was, uh, I guess, her contract with WWE did not uh, lapse over, or they 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 parted ways basically earlier this year. So Soraya made her her um, AEW debut during a. I guess you can say a, it was a solid episode of Dynamite, even though it was everything felt like a big fight feeling. Speaking of Dynamite as well, we're going to continue with that, talking about two new world champions being crowned at Grand Slam in Chris Jericho, who the mm-hmm. new Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, and John Moxley, the new AEW, the, the now three-time AEW World Champion. We do not count the interim title, because if we counted the interim title, it would have been four times, but three-time official AEW World Champion in John Moxley. We'll talk about that and so much more. But, yo, uh, you said you did not catch Raw at all or Smack or NXT or Dynamite because you were busy. Dynamite? I'll take it back. I caught up with Dynamite today. I ain't going to lie to you. I caught a little bit of Raw before I fell asleep. So, Oh, dang. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> 
it's, I watched uh, what well, it's the other one you sent me. Um God was three at the table, something like that on Peacock. I still I didn't get around to watching. I, I didn't that even too. get a chance to really like watch it like that because I was like, which episode does he want me to watch? It was the, I'm like it was all the over one, the place. It was, it was the one where it was, it was LeBron Breaker and Rick Steiner and uh Scott Steiner. Okay, was, they, I'm gonna have it, to it, find it, that because I, I was like, like, it was just I something. Just that, <laughs> it, was, it was just something like, hey, if you watch it, we'll talk about it. If you don't watch it, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's, it's I, I'm a fan of WWE's documentaries. A lot mm -hmm. of people know that, so like I'm like, if, if if anybody watch it, I'm like, oh, let's check it out. But um, I guess we can talk a little bit about Raw since uh, I watched a little bit of it. So I guess it's now time to officially get raw. We can talk a little bit about Let's that. Uh, we start off with uh, Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley obviously retained the title, but man, oh man, this man does not age. No. He he made his WWE debut 17 years ago. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> Bobby but Lashley no, ain't going nowhere. You, if you haven't checked out that match between uh, Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins, I, I would highly recommend it. They had a moment where Lashley stopped the curve stomp or the blackout mm. or the stomp where he, by just strength alone, he literally, he literally body pressed the mat and he was like, he used, he basically remembered that he's built like a fucking brick, brick wall. So he stopped that. And obviously, they had damage control during a championship celebration because they are the women's tag team champions in a division that is non-existent because what tag teams, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, obviously, Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, and Asuka interrupted, so they, they that set up the, I'm guessing that was the main event. I, like I said, I fell asleep during Raw. So Then we had Kevin Owens and uh, Austin Theory go at it, the McDonough kid, and it was another solid match from what it was. And then we had uh, Johnny Gargano get involved, I guess, to distract Theory. So I'm guessing they're going to continue with that feud. Uh, is this a feud that you're interested in seeing? It, it, I mean, yeah. You just want somebody to somebody. Well. I mean, yes, please. Like, yeah, yeah, just, uh, yeah. You just, you just, yeah. And, and, that, and that, and that money in the bank still ain't got cash. It ain't gonna get cashed in for a good minute. I put, they they they're gonna get cashed in when we forget about it. Mm -hmm. Then we had the brawling brutes defeat the street profits in the tag team match, and I still don't understand why WWE doesn't uh doesn't release a street profits jerseys or the attire that they be wearing. Like you would think that they would replicate <laughs> the jerseys that they're wearing, but they're not. So. I mean, other than that, it was a solid match, and I think this is the point where I fell asleep because I was tired. I, I was I was exhausted. Yeah, we, like, we were three hours. Exhausted. Three hours of Raw is too long. I'm I'm sorry. It's it like even if you are interested in the show, it's still too long for me. Plus, I had to be to work first thing in the morning anyway, so yeah, it really see. it really wouldn't have made no a lick of difference. <laughs> Then we had the Judgment Day. Uh, so I'm, I'm basically going to pull up the results right here. The Judgment Day, I guess Dominic Mysterio had some heat to where the crowd was just booing the hell out of him. And then he started talking. I'm like, put some bass in your voice, son. Oh, man. 
He has no base. This must have been really bad. He's like, I'm with my new family. My real family. The judgment day. Like, he had no authority in his voice. And I'm like, bruh, stop talking. (laughs) Jeez. You're not helping your case. You, You sound... Sound like a child that's trying to fit in with the cool kids, and is and it, so far has worked a little bit, but it's not working that much. My yeah. God! Obviously, that led into the Judgment Day defeating Rey Mysterio and Matt Riddle in a tag team match. Rollins and, and Riddle have been getting have been interfering in the United States title match, as well as this match to continue their feud. And then, uh, so, so basically, it's like with the with the with the judgment day and the mysterios and i I try to give them my interest but it's just it's not there (laughs) i don't i mean outside of finn balor rocking the bandana last week or the week before or whatever that man posted that he posted a video of him with the california love overlay so he know he know we making the jokes. Oh man! And then we so got bad. the uh, Miz and the Miz TV segment with uh, Dexter Loomis again trying to abduct the Miz. So I'm guessing this is going to lead to something. Hmm. Are you intrigued in in this verse in, in what they're doing with Dexter Loomis or, or like are, is this A your type bit. of? A little is this, bit. Is this your type of uh, content that you like to consume? The reason why I asked that because <laughs> I was watching um I was watching a movie with my mom the other day and she was <laughs> she was horrified. She she does not like mystery or thriller type content. Dang. Oh wow, really? Yeah, she'll 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 be like, turn that shit off. <laughs> turn that shit off. <laughs> oh my gosh! She said just watching it just to try to at least try to help me figure it out. Like, hey, like, mama, turn really? that shit Turn that See, my mama, off. she do like that junk crazy. Like, she likes stuff like that. Like we all do. So it's like we go, like, oh, what's gonna happen? Or yeah, like, get out! You know you're supposed to be up in there. Like, what you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I promise you, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but she don't be scared. Mm-hmm. She just like just deal with it. Like. <laughs> And then the main event was Bailey and uh, defeating Alexa Bliss in a match because, and then basically, Bailey is it's basically going to be Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rules. And if I'm if I'm Triple H, I continue <laughs> that that one match that we didn't get before Bailey was injured, which was supposed it was supposed to be an I Quit match between her and Bianca. Okay. If they don't want to go that route. I'd say um, no holds barred or steel cage or something. Since damage control keeps getting involved in Bailey's mess, just yeah, I totally would be down for that. Just just throw a steel cage. Like mm-hmm. if they don't want to go, if they don't want to go the I, the I quit route, just throw in a a, st- a steel cage. Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at Extreme Rule. Mm-hmm. So basically, the show ended with damage control standing over or falling Bianca Belair to continue to solidify that. And then also before we move on from Raw. They continue to brawl, that being Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle, to officially set up a fight pit. Have you mm. seen? Have you seen the last time they did a fight pit? No. It was Riddle versus uh, 
Timothy Thatcher with, uh, I believe, Kurt Angle was the special guest referee. Okay. I'm so gonna go it's basically look at that. So basically, yeah, just look up the fight pit match and you'll see the concept. The concept is built for this feud. It's Riddle's playground, if you will. And I like the I like the face that Seth Rollins made to kind of sell you like, hey, this is gonna be a interesting ordeal when they finally clash. And hopefully, if I'm being honest with you, hopefully it's the last time because I want to see Seth Rollins chasing after the title at some point. Whether it's the well, either that or I'm gonna need Triple H to come on TV and say Roman either show up on Raw. I'm just I'm just ready for them to split the titles again because there's so many people who just feels like they're just floating around without without a purpose and just put a second <laughs> and just put the second just, and just put the WWE title back on, on Raw. Oh man, <laughs> so they just floating around. God. They just float around at this point. Just put the WWE title back on Raw and call it a day if i'm being oh, honest oh man it has like been a lot of pressure i i will say that it's, it's just it's a lot to carry so i will say that i can agree on that to be undisputed it's like it's a lot of weight it's not even <laughs> it's not even just that it's either book them on the show mm-hmm. or I agree. just or just if you want to keep roman the same way he is now just keep the universal title on him and just have the WWE title for Raw so they can just do whatever. Because it's like you're obviously either dragging Seth Rollins versus Roman for some reason because the rematch is supposed to happen. He's the only one that technically beat Roman. So I don't, it's like they're not trying to find a way to give him the title shot. So it's like, and then you got Bobby Lashley, who's also a viable contender, but he's the United States champion. So it's like, yo, either take the title off Roman as far as the WWE title, split the titles again, or book him more. Mm-hmm. And speaking of booking decisions, we're going to talk about NXT. Uh, this main, this probably be all the only thing I'm going to talk about during the show because it, even though it was a solid show, I really didn't care for it all that much because of this decision right here, and that is Solo Sokoa. One week after winning the NXT North American Championship, was stripped of the title by Shawn Michaels. Mm. And I'm going to be honest with you. Soon as I saw that, I said, so we went through all that. We had Carmelo Hayes attack Wesley last week on NXT. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. And then we had, because it was it was a pairing vote. So basically it was supposed to be Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. So Sakura then came out and I'm like, oh, so he's in this match. All right. Okay, cool. The bell rung. Great match. I praised certain spots. And then we got the outcome of Solis Cole winning the NXT North American Championship. The entire bloodline, minus the honorary U, Sami Zayn, was NXT. It had gold. Fast forward a week to now NXT because they dropped a 2.0. And Sean said, yeah, it wasn't sanctioned. Wow. So now I have the and it left me with the question. I said, "So what if Madcap Moss actually won the title on SmackDown? Mm. Like all that you you waited a whole week, you sacrificed Carmelo Hayes' momentum because let's be real, this man was was on the road. It, and I had people say, "Oh, Carmelo Hayes is getting called up soon," and <laughs> if you want to look. If they was going to have him have the, the North American title defended in a ladder match at Halloween Havoc, 
They could either A, have Carmelo Hayes still be champion and lose the title there to where he doesn't get pinned and kill his momentum or mm. just have a Joker type deal and have Solo Sokoa make a debut, a, a response or show up and say, I'm in this match and have either both of them lose because, because he, he cost Carmelo Hayes the title or something. But for or you could have just had Carmelo Hayes come up to SmackDown and say, I want my title back and prolong this and make it longer than a week. But nope. They said, okay, we're just gonna say it wasn't sanctioned. We're gonna strip him of the title after we kill Carmelo Hayes' momentum. And now Carmelo Hayes is in the mat is in the match again anyway mm-hmm. for the title. So it's like what was, that was my entire question. The entire it took me out of the entire show. I was like, so what was the point? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, uh, uh, and speaking of oh, Carmelo yeah. Hayes possibly getting called up, it better not be solo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> because Trick Williams is too hilarious to, and he and this duo between the two fits so well to the point where I do not want to see either one of them split up. Not yet. Like at some point, I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Because let's be real, no tag team in WWE ever lasts the test of time if you're not the Usos. Mm. So, and then, <laughs> and then as the show went on, because you know that whole 9:23 thing where people assume that Bray Wyatt is returning soon. I put out a tweet. Oh, I didn't said, hear about this. It's 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 fan speculation. I was just saying, is it silly or apparently? <laughs> apparently, WWE they have they've been doing some type of they've been singing something, um, playing a song. I believe it's called the White Rabbit, and yeah. during during commercial breaks, and people have been speculating that it's teasing or slowly teasing the return of the Fiend because they've been playing the song and then the lights will turn red and then the, the lights will turn that little purple color that Alexa Bliss had when she was a part of it too. Mm-hmm. And during the main event of Raw, the lights flickered on and off when Alexa was in the match. So people were assuming like, oh, hey, Bray Wyatt is coming back. And I put out a tweet, just joking. I said, what if, what if the White Rabbit ends up being Joe Gacy? Because let's be real, Joe Gacy fucking sucks in mm-hmm. NXT. And whatever this, this, the dyad, the schism, whatever this, whatever this trio is, I was like, that would be hilarious if it's Joe Gacy, and I just want to see Twitter have a breakdown. Not everybody found it funny, and I could not care less because I'm like, hey, if you don't find my what I what I post funny, either scroll, laugh, or keep it scrolling. That's all I was saying. All right, nobody forcing you to look at this. Uh, outside of that, you didn't really miss anything on NXT. I mean, obviously, oh, we had the return of Dragonoff, Ilya Dragonoff. He was injured, so I'm guessing Ooh. they're te- they're teasing that that match. And if you remember him versus Gunther, you already know that's gonna be a, a when, yeah. him, when him when him when him and Breaker face off, that's gonna be a, a, a hell of a match. Or they can okay. make it. They can go the triple threat route. And go with because I'm I believe JD McDonough Tay Rockhead defeated Tyler Bate to win the the NXT I mean to become the number one contender 
during the show. And oh, that was that. NXT. Like I said, it was outside of that. I mean, if people missed it, they didn't really miss much. But it was another. It was. It was. It was solid for what I watched. And speaking of solid news, let's talk a little bit about this news: the return of NXT. Well, not NXT. The or t- the debut of War Games at Survivor Series. Triple <laughs> Because everybody know War Games was in was was a thing because of WCW NWA at the time. So. Long history, you've seen blood. You see, you've seen blood and guts. Their AEW's version of of War Games. You've seen Lethal Lockdown, which was TNA's version of War Games. You though it was one ring. So WWE announced on September 19, twenty twenty two, for those who've been hiding under a rock, that Survivor Series will feature both men's and women's war game matches. The premium live event branded WWE Survivor Series War Games will take place on Saturday, November 26th from TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. The news was first reported by David Shoemaker of The Ringer. This marks the first time in history that War Games matches will take place on a WWE main branded event. They say a WWE branded event in the release. I don't know why, because we're, we're acknowledging NXT is a part of WWE. But the men and women's Survivor Series war game matches will feature teams of WWE superstars stepping inside a massive steel cage surrounding two rings. The match begins with one member for each team facing off before additional competitors are added every few minutes thereafter. Once all superstars have entered war games, a victory can be attained via pinfall or submission. Now, I am happy for, for this going taking taking place being Survivor Series war games is because we don't have to deal with the dreaded brand supremacy. Hmm. Your thoughts on this since you're saying hmm a lot. <laughs> no, I because especially like when you mentioned like the two rings thing. So you never seen a war games match? I don't think so. And if I have, I probably don't even remember. So yeah, and I'm it, a, we, they had a war games last year where it was NXT versus NXT 2.0. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yes. See, that's what I'm saying. I probably don't remember. Yeah, yeah, if you I don't did watch it, I don't remember. Yeah, like, that... <laughs> I actually fa- kind of still like the idea, though. Like, I, I still, I hope the game is good. That's all I got to say. It's not a game. It's a match. Okay. <laughs> See, I told you I'm exhausted. <laughs> But no, nah, but no, nah, if um if it's war games like if it's like five versus five, you know the bloodline is gonna be in that at some point. Oh like, yeah, it's gonna be the bloodline. <laughs> That's a fact for the men. It's probably gonna be the bloodline versus. I wouldn't mind seeing um the bloodline versus Imperium. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Or the bloodline versus the brawling brutes and yeah. maybe. Two other people. Well, that's if they include Roman. If they don't include Roman, which I, I'm pr- pretty sure they won't, because that'd be predictable. They're not pinning Roman. Um, oh, no, of course not. Um, if they do have the bloodline, it could be four, four v four, four. It could be Sammy and and the Usos and Solo versus say the Brawling Brutes, uh, Sheamus, Butch, and Rich Rich Holland. And I'm guessing the fourth man, it could be somebody returning or somebody that the bloodline. It could be Kevin Owens. Shit, fuck yeah. it. Kevin Owens, put Kevin Owens in it. Him and Sammy got history. So yeah, there's that. That's cool. Um, yeah. the, as far as the women, I expect damage control. 
uh, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. And probably, let, let, I, I, just to throw a name out there, just to say fuck it, um, Sonya Deville. Mm. If they want to do four. And then I'm guessing on the face side, it could be ba- Bianca, Oscar, Alexa Bliss. And I'm guessing you can, if they want, I, I, it's kind of tricky on that fourth person if, if, it's, if that's the team's. I'm guessing you can say who has history with Bailey. I don't want it to be Sasha though. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not those. It's, it's, I came in. That's terrible, Charlotte. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, yeah I mean, Charlotte. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard because you don't know who they're who they're pushing and who's in a few. So. It's it's hard to book it, but I but if knowing Triple H from what I'm I'm a, I'm gonna try my best to put some trust in this man because yeah is I have a, I have a bad history with yeah mm-hmm. and speaking of and then before we move on to any AEW stuff what's your thoughts on Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul and I don't want to talk about this yes you do no I don't yes you do. Cause he just, mm, just disrespectful. I don't want to talk about. Of him course, now. you are a fan, girl. Come on now. <laughs> he just rude. <laughs> no, for real though. Like when I saw the like, even when I saw uh Friday Night down that day before the actual press conference. So the press conference happened in Vegas. So it's like okay, like yeah, we you decided to talk about him when he leaves your <laughs> podcast <laughs> come on dude like how you gonna how you gonna do give respect then you're gonna go right back and retract it and then be disrespectful like you're not really <laughs> then so oh I, 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 yeah like i i can go against him yeah why not like I, I'll, I'll fight roman reigns oh all right then you're gonna be like i apologize for my outburst come november 5th so <laughs> like when I saw that, I said, like, "Okay, I already know what time it is. I know what he, are. I know what you're trying to do." And then when they had the press conference, he just kept talking. And I had a feeling. I said, "Okay, Roman's gonna do something. Roman's gonna either punch him, shove him. It's something." Because right now, Roman looks a little upset, and facial expressions don't lie. So I'm just like, "Okay, he just trying to get inside your head, man. Like, come on now." How many times you been through this? Like, <laughs> you done been through this way more than Logan Paul. Like, you, come on. Like, don't don't let him do you like that. Don't let him try to punk you out or psych you out or you don't do it. But I, I knew it was I knew it was gonna be something serious, especially like when I saw that push, I was like, yeah, um, you might wanna just be quiet. Like, just be quiet before you get whooped over here on 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 the press conference and i like i like the way i triple h handled it too because he stepped right on in and he's like hey like we we not doing this you know what i'm saying we're not not up in here I'm like no we not sell it in the ring sell it in the ring november 5th i'm like um <clears throat> tony khan but um y- you know because uh, <clears throat> uh you see that you see that <laughs> I'm just saying, you might want to take notes. 
Uh, yeah, we don't talk about it. Yeah, Tony Khan. Yeah, that man probably ain't gonna want to have a press conference ever again. I'm like, that's how you're supposed to handle a press conference, though. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan don't want to have a press conference ever again. Especially, I hope not. I hope it'd be a lesson (laughs) because people still talk about that shit now. Tony Khan and that CM Punk in that press conference because apparently CM Punk supposed to be uh, reportedly. Like working on a buyout because I'm guessing that's the last time we'll ever see CM Punk in AEW. And I'm gonna be honest with you, my thoughts on I already gave my thoughts on this Logan Paul and Roman Reigns match for I still um, want to see it, but yeah, I gave my thoughts. I'm like, it should be it's 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 Triple H knows what he's doing as far as like he knows that there's different form of of revenue and audiences out there. People are fan is a lot of fans of Logan Paul. He has a following behind him. I I personally don't go out of my way to watch his content. I don't go out my way to watch anybody's content. If it's like I barely watch my own content. I have to, the only time I watch it is if I have to edit it for TikTok or something. But other than that, I I put content out and I keep it pushing because that's just how I roll. But Triple H is a smart man. He knows that hey, Logan Paul has a following behind him. He's going to be bring eyes on it. So people who are losing their minds over a one-off match because let's be real, this is literally what it is. It's a one-off match, Saudi Arabia. I'm pretty sure it's gonna get a lot of people talking about it. It's gonna it's already been talked about by a lot of people. So it's like, dog, don't lose your mind over it. That's why I tell people that's yeah. what I'm telling the people who are like losing their mind, like, hey, is Logan like, oh, you're gonna really try to make me believe Logan Paul? No, bro. It's just I, a match. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna make you believe it. I'm just gonna watch it. It's, <laughs> it's just, just a match. It's just a match for me. Like I'm not finna I'm not finna <laughs> That's like me, like bro. If unless it's <laughs> unless it's a situation where it's Goldberg defeating a fiend, then I'm not finna lose my mind over it. I already know Roman is protected. And I already know Logan Paul ain't finna win no undisputed universal championship because let's be real, his schedule it won't permit it. That dude already does a million things. Mm-hmm. So him doing winning the universal title is probably not in the in the cards. But it, I think he said something about his brother is supposed to fight too, like against Silva a week before that. So I'm like, oh, okay. all right. I, I ain't buying that shit. I'm not going to okay. trip about it, but okay. I'm going to watch okay. it for fun, but I ain't tripping about it. <laughs> but bottom line is we're we both interested in seeing what they're going to do with Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, but that's November 5th, and we got war games before that, so... Hey, November and October is pretty pretty much covered when it comes to WWE in my uh-huh. book. Uh-huh. Um, but back to that CM Punk and 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 him possibly leaving. In your opinion, would you th- consider that th- this the most disappointing comeback you've ever seen in any sport? Yeah. So I'm like, did you just come back? Like elaborate a little bit, like give your like, like what, what what from your perspective, what, what what do you feel like this entire return has accommodated to? Because if I look at it, if you take away the two title rings where he both had, he was both injured in both of them, so he really didn't have. You didn't he really had, didn't really get a chance to just do. Yeah. I mean, you got a chance to do stuff, but not as I want to say not as much as maybe he would want to do. I think so. It's like, man, like you, you come back, you get injured, then you get injured twice. Like, 
It's a lot. Like it's it's just like like well, I'm not what, finna, what finna get on here. I'm not gonna get on here and say, "Hey, this was like the most disappointing return ever." Because let's be real, he he they, he gave us a, a a. I was disappointed a little bit, but not like way over the top. Yeah, I, you did me get some. You did give me something to see, so it's like I'm not gonna yeah. say that. But it's just you know, what, like like what, his feud with uh MJF. I give it to him. That was one mm-hmm. of the most compelling feuds. The promos between the two, I appreciate it for what it were. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Eddie Kingston at one mm-hmm. point, they had a match that was a banger on pay per view. And then I believe him and he put he, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like I it's a few things that I wish he would have would have feuded with. Like I wish it would he would it would have been him and Claudio, him and Chris Jericho again at one point, him and uh, MJF doing the final like doing the final match to put MJF over as the world champion. Or put um, him in hell. I wouldn't mind him and Keith Lee at some point. Him and Swerve, like people matches I haven't seen, or if they ha- exist, I haven't gone out of my way to watch. It would have been so many people I wouldn't mind him work with. But what can you really do? It's like he had his blow up. I'm not losing. I'm not losing my mind over it. But he had his blow up, and that's all I can think about it. But yeah, if 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 he happened to possibly get another few that like it's unexpected, like I'd be like, whoa, like I didn't expect that. Then that's I wouldn't mind that's like watching. That's if he still like be there. Yeah, that's if he goes back because, hey man, that's reportedly. If it is, I, I honestly, I would look at it like this. He don't. If that is how he, if if the last image of CM Punk in AEW is that press conference, that is one way to go out. And uh-huh. I ain't talking about with a bang. That's just that's another bridge burnt in my uh-huh. book because it's like, bro. And yeah. and and I I can't come on here and be like I turned on CM Punk or whatever because let's be real, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. CM Punk kept got me back into wrestling in 2011. Because it was at it was at that point where I was literally about to check out. Because I was because around 2011 was when TNA was on a decline, because Hogan and Bischoff were still there, hmm. and around the time it's like the whole thing with Jeff Hardy and staying in Victory Road, like a lot of that stuff happened back to back, and then it was like 2011, I believe, like. We, we had our truth heel turn, but then no, nothing happened after that with him in the main event scene. So it was, it was a lot, a lot going well, on to the, point, to the point where I was just like, okay, maybe it's, a, it's enough. And then obviously the pipe bomb happened. And then the summer punk was botched by WWE, but it still happened. So we had three summers of punk. That was the first one in Ring of Honor, this one in, in WWE. And then this one was the most disappointing summer of punk because Soon as the summer punk started, he got injured off, off of a dive to the to the to the audience. So you broke your foot there. And then you <laughs> came back, got squashed, and then you beat Moxley in the at the at all out. Then you had your little bitch your bitch fest at the media scrum. Yeah. And all I'm saying, and after all that drama, all I was saying is. And maybe maybe they shouldn't have taken the title off Hangman. Hey, 
Because all this started when they when CM Punk beat Hangman at, at double or nothing. Yeah. That's crazy but, how like you can't go against it because when you do look back on it and you see it all over you like damn like this is actually true. Like <laughs> yeah, I can't even you can't even take you can't even take it back. It's like, it's not like it ain't there, it's, the proof is right there. So, like, if like, you watch the show, like, I'm not oh delusional. I'm, I'm literally bringing up stuff that, we t- that we've that we seen on in, in front of our very eyes. Like, like I can't say, no- dang, can't say like, nothing was, was altered or documented. It was literally right there. My eyes work. <laughs> like, My goodness. And speaking, and to, keep, to continue on with AEW, we're going to talk a little bit about Dynamite Grand Slam, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. Live in Queens at Arthur Ashe Stadium, their return to Arthur Ashe one year to the date where we had that incredible match last year between Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. This year, we kicked off with the Ring of Honor World Championship on the line, Claudio Castagnoli versus the Wizard Chris Jericho. And I'm not going to lie to you, this was a good match. I give them that. This was a good match. But man, y'all gotta chill with this Judas sing along, man. Cause the more I hear Judas, the more I'm like, this this shit is cringe. I despise Judas with a passion. Cause this is so stupid. This is just so stupid. But this match right here proved two things. Tony Khan don't know what the fuck he's doing with Ring of Honor. And what the fuck is going on with Ring of Honor? Because <laughs> Oh, man. And the reason why I say that, because obviously, for those of you who don't know, Chris Jericho defeated Claudio Castanoli to become the Ring of Honor World Champion, making him officially an eight-time world champion across multiple brands. I believe he's the first person to hold the title in WCW, even though it was in WWE, but they had bought WCW at that point. He was the WCW World Champion, the WWE World Champion. The first ever mm-hmm. undisputed world champion at, at, in history, at mind you. Mm-hmm. Then he switched over to, I believe he won a world title in, uh, where else has he won a world title? It was WCW, WWE. Was he an ECW um, champion? I don't I, think so. Let me see. Let me pull up this man's history books right here on, on the show. Uh, Chris Jericho. Uh Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. How many world championships has this man won? Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, we, I'm about to pull it up now. Um, boom, boom, boom. He did become a one-time okay, so, champion. We got that part. So, okay, looking at world champions, he was the AEW world champion, the inaugural uh-huh. world champion. Then you go to, okay... WWE, so he was the undisputed WWF champion. Mm-hmm. He, he was a world heavyweight champion three times. Mm-hmm. He was a WCW champion two times. Mm-hmm. So two, three, so two, three, four, five, I'm guessing six. Then he was AEW world champion seven. And then Ring of Honor world champion, I'm guessing as eight. Okay, so yeah. Mm-hmm. He won all those titles. And all I could think of was, so Tony Khan went from being Jonathan Gresham to put the title on Claudio. 
I'm like, oh, okay. And people's excuse then was, oh, he's uh, giving popular eyes to Ring of Honor. What Ring of Honor? Because since Claudio won the title, they have not had a world have had a TV title. I mean, a TV a television. That they they've literally been taking up time on Rampage. So Chris Jericho won the world title of a non-existent brand. If I look, if you if if, if I'm wrong, I, I I would love to be corrected, but. That's literally how I look at it. He's world champion of a non-existent brand. Wow. And it, it makes me look at Tony Khan like, bro, what are you doing? What are you doing with Ring of Honor? Like, are you going to give it a TV? Is it going to, are you, are you trying to, to me, them making Chris Jericho the face of Ring of Honor to, I guess, sell TV to someone it's kind of like it, it. It's not really a good like argument because let's be real. If people look at Claudio, they've seen him on WWE as recent as last year. Uh huh. So they've seen him before. They've seen him. They've seen his face. So using that excuse like, "Oh, Chris Jericho is more recognizable to sell to networks," no, <laughs> no. I mean, it is, but you can't really. That's not true. That, that, that excuse is going to die down eventually. I mean, like I said, the 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 match itself was fine, but putting in the title on Chris Jericho is like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then we got the right. next next up, we got the World Tag Team Championship match between Swerve and Our Glory with Fabulous. Fabulous walked them to the ring. Yeah, I, I had the same look when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> I'm like, huh? What? But uh and they 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 faced uh the acclaimed Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, and Daddy Ass, Billy Gunn. <clears throat> and this was another great it was another great match. It wasn't as good as their pay-per-view match simply because of the outside interference at the end. Which kind of rubbed me the, a little bit the wrong way, but I'm see my thing is, and it's, it's going to get me to get me to get have a little opinion about Tony Khan's booking in just a little bit. But we have new AEW World Tag Team Champions in the acclaimed. They are your new AEW World Tag Team Champions. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on uh, this decision? Uh, I mean. Like from, from from a whole entire from an entire presentation. I don't hate like, it for real. Okay. I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it, especially like you know, they promos have been great. Like, and then it's like they funny too. So it's like I, ain't, I, I don't knock it at all. Do I, would I love to see them like you know, try to maintain it? Of course I would. Right. Like I want to see how long you know they, how long they last with the. The championship belts, but other than that, like, yeah, I don't mind it. At least again, let me see somebody, you know, new for a change, like with the bill getting somebody else a chance and things of that nature. So that's kind of cool. So I want to see like how long, you know, they can go with it, and then Keep whoever be, yeah, and whoever they next challenger be like, let's say like they end up, 
you know, having a feud between that particular tag team, then, you know, let them go at it. Like, I'm all for it. Okay. Uh, so, obviously, they're, prob- they're setting up more than likely uh, Swerve to officially go full heel because – when when Swerve and Keith Lee came out, I bust out laughing because Swerve came out. They were dance, they were booing him, but dancing to his theme song at the same time. I'm like, y'all booing me, but listening to my music. My song, okay. Make it make sense, but okay. <laughs> but uh, it was a moment during the match where the crowd kind of got taken out of it for a brief seconds because I believe Matt Caster uh, went for an elbow drop, but I think he slipped. And the crowd was like, "Oh, they ain't know how, they didn't know how to react to it." But obviously, they picked it back up towards the end, and we have new tag team champions. Then we had an interview segment between Tony Tony Giovanni was interviewing Willie Yuta, and MJF interrupted them. And this is the kind of situation where I'd be like, "Ooh, Willer didn't stand a chance against MJF because the dude, this dude was literally telling people that these people here will drink my spit." And they cheered about it. Yeah, so, I heard that too. And I was like, hold on. And then they cut to the crowd where somebody was cheering. Like, I'm like, bro, what is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you, dog? And I'm like, like oh, I'm going to drink my spit. What? What you say, motherfucker? What you say? I ain't drinking nobody's spit. Kiss my ass. I said, wait a minute. Hold on, like. Where we get this from? He, but I like, but he said some, he said he, some bars. He, he did. Said some, he said some bars. So I'm like, ooh, you are indeed an asshole. But I appreciate <laughs> it. I respect it. I respect it. I respect. I respect you, asshole. I respect you. Uh, I, then we had the AEW All Atlantic Championship match, a title that I keep forgetting until Pac walks out with it. But um, Pac retained the AEW championship. And this is where I was getting to the point where I was getting kind of frustrated because the first match had a low blow, then the Juice Effect. The second match had outside interference with Billy Gunn uh, attacking Swerve. And this match had Pac pop uh, Orange Cassidy with a ring bell hammer which the ref, quote-unquote, didn't see, because apparently these refs are blind as hell for no reason, and Pac pinned Orange Cassidy for the win. And my beef is, why is Tony Khan so scared to, for people to lose clean? <sighs> Every, I'm pretty sure people can, people can afford... It's, it's professional wrestling. You can't protect everybody. Right. Before someone okay. starts looking good, so before someone starts looking goofy, and in this case, it's the refs. You protect yeah. everybody. The referees are looking stupid. They're looking goofy. They're looking blind as hell. Like, bro, you don't see it. And then sometimes they go out of their way to not see it. And like, bro, you can at least be more smooth than that. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. <laughs> okay. And then we had the AEW Interim Women's World Championship match. Uh, Tony Storm defending against Serena D, Athena, and Doctor Britt Baker DMD. I, for some reason, thought Jamie Hayter was in this match. But yeah. then I remembered that the last Fatal Forward was literally three, four weeks ago at the pay-per-view. So I kind of got it with the, pretty much the same people. The only two different people was 
Serena Deeb and Athena, whereas the last one was uh-huh. Jamie Hayter and Hikaru Shida. It was the same. Yeah. Did you catch? Did you catch this match? I caught a little bit of it, and then all of a sudden I saw uh, Soraya or Soraya's debut. Soraya made her Soraya debut. Soraya, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of blacked out a little bit on this match, just a little bit, because I think well before I before I give my reason why. Shout out Athena. She's she she stayed cold in that ring. Mm-hmm. And shout out uh, Serena D for being being the the I guess you could say the foundation of this match going as smoothly as possible. But other than that, it was yeah, it, was it, okay. it, it was a solid match for what it was. But then, but obviously, it came where Storm cradled Baker and picked up the win. I'm guessing it at some point Britt Baker broke her nose again because she yeah. was bleeding. That woman loved bleeding. Yeah, like I've noticed that too. I was like, "What's up?" And then, okay, and then obviously after the match, Tony Khan doesn't want the champion or the interim champion to look strong for long because Britt Baker attacked her after the match, and I'm like, "Of course it was." <laughs> I saw a, a, a debate on Twitter. I believe it was yesterday or the day before where, where someone did a review because they was actually at the show uh-huh. and they and they was like uh during this match they they, they went on a, a a food break like they didn't even watch the match and people started calling them out because it's this be this be the same people who be always complaining and bitching about Tony Khan booking the women's division and yet uh-huh. when they have a match you walk out during said match kind of look hypocritical hypocritical uh-huh. if you ask me uh-huh. but this match was kind of proof of my annoyance with the booking of the women's division because they don't give the women enough for the viewer to get invested in that's very true i am that's not I, true. I am not invested in anything that these women are doing i mean i'm interested in a little, in a little bit on the Britt Baker and the Jamie Hader split, even though they're, in my opinion, they're dragging it because they've been partners for practically two years now. So it's like at some point, these long term bookings, you're going to have to just pull the pull the just 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 go ahead and pull the pull the trigger on it. Okay. Stop wasting. Stop dragging it out because at some point I'm just going to check out mentally. Because I'm like, oh, oh, okay, finally. It's instead of me like, oh, snap, that happened, and then it'll be like, oh, that finally happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a different. Remember? It's like a different reaction. Like when you get people interested versus you just looking at another match that feels like another rerun. Right. And this, and this match felt like a rerun to me when I looked at it. But hey, man, if you if you if you're the people who like who who continue to could complain about the booking of the women's division and you walk out during said matches, you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You're not watching it, so why would why would they care? But at the same time, because I understand, it's like part of me understands Tony Khan's philosophy. If no one's watching your matches. Why would I waste my time booking the match? But then on the same time, but here's the here's a, here's a counter argument: if you book the match, or if you book the the competitors like they actually feel important, 
possibly people will watch it more. Hmm? Ever thought about that? Ever thought about that, Tony Montana? <sighs> Say hello to my little friend. You you, 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 you ever thought about that, Tony? Because I swear that man does more coke than anything. But um, after the match, uh, Jamie Hader sprinted to the ring, and I'm guessing they basically, like I said, they dragged on the eventual turn. So there's still a thing. And then random music played, and then we had the grand debut of Soraya, formerly known as Paige in the WWE. Now, I looked at, uh, I, I looked up, like her because when i first saw it i was like is she clear to compete mm-hmm. that was my Ooh. first thought that was my first and only question was it a good moment sure it was great but um you good but i'm like, you good good like i mean physically mentally medically are you straight Straight. Because if you coming back and all of a sudden you get injured again, you just got back. We got an issue. (laughs) What's are are we good? Good. I don't need no. Oh yeah, I'm good. No, I don't need. I'm good. I need. I'm great. I need you to be surpassed. Good. (laughs) Mm -mm. Because all of a sudden I'm gonna be so excited, and then all of a sudden I'm be like, oh dang, like I I don't want to feel like that. Like then you just get back. Then you just get here. And I don't want to feel like that. But I'm hoping, um, I'm hoping they do something. They said because because for those who are in the know, because I look at I try to make sure that reports are accurate. But apparently, is it suggests that she has not been medically cleared to compete. Uh, I know this this is a name that doesn't really get talked about on this show a lot, but Dave Meltzer, because I guess he has a he has a, a, a radio show as well. He noted that while Soraya has not been cleared, she is hopeful that she she is hopeful that she will, she will be and will be allowed to compete after an in ring absence of almost five years. It was noticeable that Soraya did not get physical at all during her debut, but she did motion that she was coming after her belt. Uh, some wrestling fans believe Soraya. Soraya was indeed brought in to AEW as an active competitor due to Soraya having an entry on the official AEW roster page. So she has a whole, like, she's she's listed as competitive. So with the in-ring record and everything. However, seeing as the likes of William Regal and Mark Curry also have similar pro- profiles, despite both being firmly retired from in-ring competition, it seems as though all on-screen non-broadcast backstage talents are included on the roster page. It is yet unknown what role Soraya will play in AEW, but for the time being, at least, it doesn't appear it'll be in a physical one. Mm. And if I'm being honest with you, I'm going to ask that question. If she is not physical, what was the point? Let's see. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. No, the, because it, it's it's... And her her debut is going to have me looking at it like this because I look back at Ruby Soho. She made a grand debut, was number one contender for the women's title, and now she is practically doing nothing. Right. And it's not her fault. It's just that's all about the booking. She was brought in for a pop. 
She she put she put the flavor of the of the boss over and just became non-existent in prominent roles. And if I'm looking at it now, same with Athena. She made a big grand debut during a pay-per-view. And now it's like she just feels like another body on the show. Uh-huh. I mean I I just I, I yeah. really hate that. I really hate the fact that the women have to like some of the women who are like super like super duper, you know, now it feels like they're going right back to square one all over again. Yeah. And instead of complaining about it, I just be like, well, because y'all know me. I ain't finna waste my breath complaining about stuff that I have no control over. Mm-hmm. And then the main event came with uh, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson for the AEW World Championship. It was a solid match. I probably would have been more invested in it if they didn't pan up to MJF to, for 20,000 times. Yes. During the entire match. <laughs> Man, I saw that little that little casino coin. <laughs> I'm like, but what, man. But, but I think what made me more annoyed is like we know that it's not a money in the, it's not like money in the bank. He can't right. just cash it in during the match. So what was the point of you just reminding me? Coin, what you doing? No, it was the point of you reminding me. I'm not talking about MJF from a character wise. I'm talking about from booking wise. What was the point of you taking me out of this match? repeatedly <laughs> to remind me that oh MJF is is next in line for whoever wins okay you see you, you, you told me that. you can tell you can tell me that for five minutes for the first five minutes of the match but don't tell me every chance you got during the match and then, then expecting me to care about the match right it was a fun match for what it was we saw we saw Mox hit the stump shout out to Seth Rollins and the shield forever and then mm-hmm. the ending came where I believe. Oh, so he 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 choked Brian out in the middle of the ring, so he didn't he didn't tap out. He 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 passed out, and John Moxley is the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. That's said first three times. <laughs> they put it right on there too. First three times. Let me clarify. <laughs> Technically, he is the first yeah. three-time yeah. AEW World's Heavyweight Champion. So, mm-hmm. what was your what What are your thoughts on them putting the title back on Moxley as opposed to just taking a chance and seeing how? I ain't gonna uh, lie, I didn't want it to go. I did want it, Danielson to get it, but then it's like it's still okay. Like either way, for me, it's still all right. Um, I am ready to see, like you know, what's going on with M- mjf so i'm just like okay like i mean it's I'm, I'm still okay i'm okay on one on one hand i'm pretty sure they're going to probably have mox hold it for a minute and then when they finally put the title on mjf they can make this this big old deal and but in my it's like i don't know why but to me it's coming off as moxley is tony Khan's backup mm. because when CM Punk went down with the first injury. His backup was John Moxley as interim champion. CM Punk had his whole fiasco with the medium scrum and the, the fight with the with the elite backstage. Here is John Moxley as Tony Khan's backup yet again. Hmm. 
and Moxley basically bypassed his entire vacation that he was supposed to have for this. So I'm pretty sure once he drops the title to MJF, he'll go on that vacation. But at the same time, I'm going to need Tony Khan to get his shit together. I'm going to need them to hit a full-ass reset on the main event scene. Like, makes sense. To, 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 to skip ahead to Rampage, Hangman Adam Page is the number one contender for the world title after winning the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. Hmm. And then when I saw that, I was like, okay. Something needs to change. Yeah. That makes sense, man. It makes perfectly good sense. So it's like... Yeah, I, a full-ass reset. I don't care if it's Luchasaurus. But I'm saying the same thing. Like, I don't mind it being a reset either. I don't like, mind. They, they need a full-ass reset. Like, ugh. I'm getting it's it's getting to that point where I'm like, all right, what are we doing here? But AEW Dynamite was it it was solid for what it was. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't give it a full as grade. I'd be like, it was solid for yeah. for what for. What, so what I was like, was. I'm okay. It's okay. <laughs> And I'm guessing we could talk a little bit about SmackDown because since that's the the recent show we talked about, and apparently the Bloodline finally got new shirts. Uh-huh. <laughs> we the ones, we the ones, we the ones, we the ones. And <laughs> but they, but they weren't the only ones that got a new shirt because I for they I bit on this. I really did. I thought they was about to. Turn on Sammy. I thought they were gonna beat him up. They had him rip off the old shirt. Jay was chopping at the bit to rip that shirt. Oh off. yeah, he was like he was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it off, take, take it, it off. off. I said, whoa. I mean, I know what you're going through, but <laughs> but that was obviously a coup. Going through, bro. That was obviously a coup with uh, Roman Reigns because he was like, I'll never want to see you in that shirt again because I got you your own shirt. And they was looking like he's like he's huh? the honorary Us and Jay was not. He was not happening. And he got the SZ on it. The SZ. Honorary. <laughs> and Jay was still upset. I was, he was like, yo. <laughs> he was like, man. I can't take this. But you and need like, somebody like that, though. You still need somebody like that. Because some of the people that Roman has trusted has turned on him. So, you still got to have that one. Y'all gotta have that one that one family member that still like you know you can like who you like but I still don't trust him so you can do that but I'm gonna do my part right because uh, when they mess up I'm gonna be right here <laughs> but you know that shit, you know it's gonna go go to his head though because because mm-hmm. now <laughs> now that Solo got his back because Solo is now officially the enforcer of the bloodline. So to whenever some and I like the way that they explained it in with the promo because let's be real, Paul Heyman continues to be one of the best, or if not the best, promos in the game. Um, but they basically said that Solo was sent by the the elders of the family to, I guess, relieve the stress of the Usos. And Roman said, "Well, you no longer answer to the elders; you answer to me. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge me." <laughs> And he obviously was acknowledged. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh Solo Sakoy ended up trying to challenge Roman how Jay did him. I won't be shocked. Especially like when they hugged, I was like, okay, like 
is he gonna hug him or he gonna flip too? Like it's just that's I just the, had it right in the back of my head. I was like, mm. that's the that's the beauty behind this story with the bloodlines because you never know. I said they gonna fight too. You never <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> and obviously, we had another encounter between Drew and Karrion Cross. They're setting it up as a strap match. It'll be a strap match at Extreme Rules between the two. Mm-hmm. What's your th- what's what has been your thought and your opinion on this feud? I actually kind of like it with uh Drew and Karrion. Like, are I you are you a fan like of this remake of because I'm because it's it's pretty much a remake or, or a redo of Vince McMahon doing his thing with uh with his original booking of <laughs> Karrion Cross. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I won't say I won't not. Bleh, sorry, I will not say I'm not interested into it. I do want to see how far it goes. So, I, I do like, I, I do. I, I want to see it. I, 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 I yeah, yeah. I actually kind of like this a little bit. I know Scarlett gonna probably do something anyway, but you know, at the end of the day, like you know, they've been—I guess they've been wanting to fight anyway since he showed up. What was that Clash of the Castle? Like Karen Cross showed up in that, just watching, and I'm just like, yeah, come on, let them fight. Karen Cross don't look like an angry car salesman to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. It, it, it could be just the hair. It, yeah, it is. It, I'm like, bro, you look like a like a car salesman that's just pissed like, off that you... Yeah, the dad or uh, insurance man that's just upset. He's like, oh, so you're not going to switch to Geico? Go to sleep. Okay. I'm going to choke you out. And the, way this man, and the way this man was choking Drew out, he was like, let it go. Let it go. I'm like, bro, why does it sound like you're trying to sing Frozen? Like, just, yeah, just let it go. Let it go. I just started humming when he kept saying because he kept please. he kept saying it repeatedly. Like go back and watch like, him say, saying "Let it go." Go go back and watch him say "Let it go" like a million times. I'm like, bro, I started humming harmonizing "Let it Let it go" but, oh, from the Frozen because I'm like, bro, you 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 doing you doing the most. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, I said, I'm, the second time he don't put you to sleep. Hey, so. I guess that that'll make it even more better. And then, I, then next up, we had the uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan defeat Lacey Evans, who's just there at this point. Yeah, I uh, um I knew that was gonna happen, so I kind of skimmed through. Yeah, it was it was it was it. Was, I give them this; they made Liv look dominant for the uh-huh. first time since she won the title in in the well ever. Yeah, they did. So there's that. And I was like, I know who's gonna win. I just I knew. <laughs> and then um I might be I'm skimming through a lot of stuff, but um I, then we had the main event for the undisputed <laughs> tag team championships. What do you think before, about this match? Before you did, do that, before you say that, did you see that um tweet I sent you? With Ricochet. Oh, Ricochet slamming his man. Attack. I was like, you ain't slick, bro. Like, little Jimmy, no, nah, that was a little Jimmy. Little Jimmy got him, got him, got him some. Our true somewhere proud. Little Jimmy um, attacked R- Ricochet with that little extra bump. That man threw his I whole was body. Like, you like, throw bro. your whole you. 
He throw you, then you throw yourself. Okay, he, he, I saw that. <laughs> unless, unless it was supposed to be an extra throw, but Solo forgot. <laughs> so he just said, <laughs> he just said, fuck it, and just threw himself anyway. Oh man, so that was laugh. the pop, that was that was Yokozuna and Umaga tossing yeah, solo. That was the spirit. That was the spirit of of the fallen ooze. Mm -hmm. That was that was. I was, that like, was I saw that. that was, I was like, mm, okay. That was Umaga. <laughs> Rosie John, you and, over there channeling your inner Umaga over there. Uh, uh no, nah, that was their spirits. Well, yeah, I said that with that, that final shot. With that oh, final yes, shot, yes. They, they, that was their spirits, the the spirit of of Umaga and Rosie and, Yoko, and Yokozuna took 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 out uh <laughs> took out Rick took out Rick for they said yeah that one's for me. I was like man, I was like all right but, now. But then we had the main event, which was chaotic as hell and yes. too good for TV in my book. Uh, I like the fact that they're letting Butch speak more mm -hmm. because they're letting him. Like they're like okay, they're I think they're pulling back on the scrappy dude gimmick and just letting him be a fighter. He just he just mm -hmm. pissed off the fight. And then obviously the main event, which which saw Imperium get involved. Yeah, cost, they got involved. Yep, and cost <laughs> uh, the brutes the title. So, I'm, and that was a I'm pretty sure that was their key way or segue to set up for the rematch between uh -huh. Sheamus and Gunther. For the Intercontinental Championship that is going to be going down on October seventh, twenty twenty two. So that's going to be that's been dubbed the season premiere of SmackDown, which I never understood the season premiere for a show that doesn't. I ain't even know a, what episode they was on. I lost complete track. Yeah, I think we I didn't know did. the episode or season. I'm like, what season are y'all in? They don't know. Because. <laughs> As far as I've been concerned, it's been Friday night SmackDown for me. It's been Friday <laughs> night, Tuesday night, Thursday <laughs> night. Okay. But and then yeah. I mean, SmackDown overall, I enjoyed it for what it was. It wasn't it it, it kept me interested the entire show. Huh. Now, Rampage, did you catch anything of Rampage? I caught a little bit of Rampage. Which parts Just did you, a little did bit. you catch? Um, I did catch everything leading up to. I probably did majority of it. Everything leading up to Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. And I ain't gonna lie, that Jungle that Jungle Boy versus Ray Phoenix match was one of the the proofs and the gripes that I have with wrestling, or there's huh. so many kickouts. Yeah, to the, I, to the point yeah. where I check out. That was one of those matches where I'm like, I was okay. like, dang, like, oh my god, can we like speed this up? Because it was so many kickouts. I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. We're at that. Yeah, point. I did skim through it a little bit on that. Cause when he kept kicking the guy kept kicking out, I was like, okay, great. And then like, okay. <laughs> and all then right. what, what made me laugh was I'm like, all those kickouts and y'all y'all ended it on those on a roll up. Mm -hmm. But uh Rampage was like I say, it 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 was two hours for no reason, but they started off with the DQ match. No DQ match. Darby Allen and Sting versus the House of Black, Brody King and Buddy Matthews. The ending came when Buddy was distracted by the debut or the arrival of the Great Muta. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the Great Muta, I was like, he's still alive? <laughs> 
I yeah. was confused. I was confused. Oh shoot, we, we we forgot to talk about Braun Strowman on SmackDown versus Otis. Oh yeah. What you thought about that? It was it was. I it liked was, it. It was big meaty men smacking meat. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, to get back to this, uh, the great Muda came out and Buddy Matthews, they had Buddy Matthews who looked like he can fold all them fools, looked right. supposed to be scared. Like I'm supposed to be scared of him. I'm like, man, this dude, but they say this is supposed to be his last year in wrestling. I'm like, bro, his last year in wrestling should have been years ago, but okay. Yeah. Like when he came out, I said, um, who this old man? <laughs> Cause them grades don't lie, so I was like, "What's up?" Like you, just, you can just look at how he walked to the ring. I'm like, "Yeah, bro." bro you, I was you, like, "Um, who this?" You look exhausted. <laughs> just walk to the ring. Granddaddy, like that's somebody great granddaddy. <laughs> somebody like, like man, like what he finna do? <laughs> Next. Next up, we had uh, F- the FTW champion Hook and Action Bronson versus J- defeat Jericho Appreciation Society's Angelo Parker and Matt Menard. Action Bronson got a double check. He uh-huh. he wrestled and he yeah, rapped he, to the ring. Yeah, he what did you, good. Was, yeah, for what? It, yeah, he did what, good what, for what it was. Yeah, he did good. Yeah. So um, they both put um, they put both men that being Hook and Axon Bronson put 2.0 or formerly 2.0 in the red room and they won via submission. Next up, we had TNT champion Wardlow and ROH World Champion World Television Champion Samoa Joe defeat Josh Woods and Tony Nese. Mm-hmm. This was literally just a match. I didn't. I, I, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I literally tuned out on this match but then when i when all i could book mainly because when i saw warlow make his way to the ring the only thing i could ask was why isn't this man defending his title Damn. and shout out to alice on twitter because she actually had a argument i'm actually pull it up make sure i quote her properly because she actually had a a, a good idea the hell oh my water leaking mm-hmm. alright so let's pull this up let's pull this up okay she put this shout out to Alice at Alice in the ring on Twitter because I actually agree with what she said she said I hope AEW pulled the trigger on someone on some big TNT title matches for Wardlow you can't protect everyone forever let some of the big guys take some losses. Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, Keith Lee, and Brody King should all happen in this reign. Hmm. Then whoever you choose for him to drop it to, you can tell the story of him facing the biggest, most dangerous guys week in and week out, and it finally takes its toll. Protects Wardlow and puts whoever finally to throw him over in the process. Hmm. And when she said, when she wrote that, I was like, she literally like called it out, hit the like hit it right on the nail. And that leads you to the booking decision again of Tony Khan. It's like, bro, everyone doesn't need to be protected. You don't need to protect everyone. It is, it is professional wrestling. If someone loses repeatedly, you can make us care by booking them 
to be important. It doesn't matter. Everybody doesn't need to be protected. Everybody doesn't need to have outside interference. Everybody doesn't have need to have dumbass referees suddenly getting blinded or looking the other way because it's 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 because they're booked to not win clean. It's okay for Samoa Joe to lose. It's okay for Powerhouse Hobbs to lose. It's okay for Keith Lee to lose. It's okay for Brody King to lose. The way the TNT title, it's like, do they want Wardlow's momentum to just die down? Because when he was in a feud with MJF, he felt like a big-ass deal. And now he's just there, feuding with Mark Sterling. Okay. <laughs> But I had to, but I had to put that, put that, put that out on the show because I agree. Wardlow needs to be faced against the legit guys, not the squash matches. Because if you do so many squash matches, I won't give a shit. Okay, right. who you are? There's only so company. much you can do with squash matches. Wait, I don't care who you are, what company you are, if a part of. If that is how you're gonna book all your big, big guys, I don't, I don't care. That's just me. And Samoa Joe is another thing. It's like he's the TNT, he's the television champion of a brand that doesn't have TV. And so we're we're at some point they're gonna have to figure it out what they're gonna do with with that. We already talked about the Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus uh, Ray Phoenix match. And then after the match, we had uh, Christian Cage. He's injured, but he's still. The mouthpiece of Luchasaurus. Uh-huh. Am I the only one who probably would have cared about Luchasaurus turning heel on Jungle Boy if they didn't turn him heel just to fake reunite with Jungle Boy yeah. just to turn on him again? Okay. I probably would have cared more if they didn't do that. Right. But what are your what are your thoughts on on this? I had a feeling he was going to do that, though, because when Christian Cage came out and he started talking, I was like, okay, so where Luchasaurus at? Because either he finna swing on Christian or he gonna swing on Jungle Boy. And lo and behold, I was right. He ended up getting on Jungle Boy. So I was like, okay, so what y'all gonna do like with Luchasaurus? We still doing this back and forth, back and forth. What we doing with that? Like, it's he gonna be by himself, and at some given point, are gonna let Luchasaurus just be solo, and you know, let him go out on his own, or we still gonna keep this gimmick up? Cause it feels like we going back to the same thing. Mm, yeah, what she said. Uh, next up, we had Eddie Kingston versus Sammy Guevara. This was a match. I love Eddie Kingston. Oh, never mind. Yep, keep it going. I did. I did watch that. Well, I love. I, I love said it back. I watched the whole thing up to all that brawl that happened. We'll get to it, but yeah, yeah. I saw this one too. This one was just uh, okay. I, I love Eddie Kingston, but they gonna have to do something because it's like the the booking decisions for Eddie as far as what they're doing with him. I will always have love for Eddie Kingston, but mm-hmm. they're they're really trying their hard for me to not care when he's in that ring because they don't let him win the big like the big moment matches. There's always some shenanigans 
just because the official because just because he didn't he didn't stop the hold after the match. He right. won the match. He won the match, but then they reversed the decision. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god! So for what? How like, if y'all gonna keep doing this? I ain't gonna keep watching this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna quit. <laughs> I'm gonna quit. I'm already I'm halfway. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm about I'm to halfway. Out. I'm halfway there with you. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> then we had. And the... I saw it. I was like, I was like, oh my god, what? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> all, all I could do was just look. I was just like, what right. are you doing? <laughs> all I could do was look. I was just so confused. I was so annoyed at the same time, but I just said, fuck. All I said, so when is this over? I don't know, man. <sighs> two hours of this shit. Two hours. <laughs> then we had the TBS championship, Jay Cargill with the baddies versus Diamante with Trina. Mm-hmm. Trina, Trina. Speaking of Trina, you know, a lot of people was like, who is Trina? <sighs> Y'all don't know Trina? Right. First of all, Trina. Respectfully, you look good. Uh, second of all, Trina is one of the is to be honest with you. Growing up, I personally didn't listen to Trina like that, mainly because of who, who the household can listen to a lot of music. I like I didn't start really listening <laughs> to music. I didn't really start. I did. To, of course, you did because you, you were you. <laughs> but and, and, as. At around the time she was, I think she she was popping what two thousand, two thousand and one, two thousand two, like like she was popping popping. Huh? Obviously she's popping now still, but she was like up there. It's like she was featured on everybody's shit in like two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three, four, like around that time. Huh? And the only people I gave excuses to for not knowing who Trina was was people from the UK. Because they don't listen to a lot of American music, but for people who are supposed to be around my age, our age range, ninety-eight, ninety-eight, uh, all the way up, ninety-eight to the to present, yeah, yeah. Come on, dog. <laughs> but yep. this was this was just basically another match for when they was like, "Who is Trina?" I'm like, "Come on, dog." Like, y'all got it. Y'all got, and then you had people, is. and then you had people on social media trying to argue with people like, "Oh, don't nobody know who Trent?" I'm like, "Bro, just say you don't listen to, oh, to good music, gosh, right? Just, right? Just, just say you don't listen just to say music. that. Just, just, oh my god, come on, dog. Y'all, just say you don't listen to actual music or oh, hip hop and call it a day because." Mm-mm-mm. But the only ones who I actually gave excuses to were people who I know for sure that doesn't listen to hip hop. But anybody other than that, and, and it's like people acting like Google don't work. Right. <laughs> who's Trina? Who's Trina? Hey Google. Hey Alexa. Who is Trina? That's all you have it's literally that simple. <sighs> people, people. Uh, but oh yeah, obviously Jay won and Trina turned on Diamante to side with the OG okay. baddies signed with sided with the the new baddies. Uh, what you think about this match? I I I, I blacked I was, out a little bit. Um, I, I, the match it wasn't that bad. 
it was all right for real honestly it was okay but what got me was when the girl like really thought like you know trina was gonna be on her side or whatever the case may be and i was like did you see that slap trina yeah like (laughs) no did you see that slap though for real did you see oh yes yes I did. that weak ass slap what was that what was that i mean what was that slap come on i don't even know (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh i'm like i'm like now 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 trina all right come on now like come on she know how to take a real punch you can you can slap her for real you can slap her <laughs> when she did that slap i will i bust out laughing i'm like come on now come yeah. on Girl. come on come on queen come on what you doing what you doing then we had the battle royal for the number one contendership, which Hangman out of page one. Mm-hmm. This was that brawl you was talking about. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I skimmed through it. The battle royal, <laughs> I ain't gonna that's lie, too. they skimmed through it too because nobody <laughs> felt important. There's too much going on. Uh, so, Ruth, so, so, I, see a, I see a whole bunch of just people flying all over the place right now. Yeah, I'm finna fast forward. My brain can't take it right now. <laughs> I've been dealing so, with enough bright lights in the stage for a couple of days. Skim. Just skim on through. <laughs> Too many people scrambling around. Skim on through. <laughs> oh. Mac, all right. Uh, so, Hangman Adam Page will face uh, John Moxley for the AEW World Championship in the near future. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, and then we had the main event. It was a lights out match between Powerhouse Hobbs versus Absolute Ricky Starks. I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed this match. Uh-huh. So, if I had to to give people my own united my united thoughts, the main event and the opening match was good, uh-huh. and it felt like everything in in the middle. I just zoned out for because I originally wasn't gonna. The stuff that was in the middle was like off and on, so I was just like, "Oh, like yeah." So it 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 was it was a show for what it was. It was a show for for what it was, and I mean, if you got and obviously Ricky Starts picked up the win, so it, unsanctioned that means it doesn't count against their record. So officially, Ricky mm-hmm. Starts hasn't beaten Powerhouse Hobbs, but unofficially, he he won the match. And if you guys check out the first match and the last match, you'll have a good time. If anything other than that, yeah, it, it was what it was. And also, there's, it, it, it's out now. As far as for those of you who don't know, DPW Victory Lap, their latest show, Deadlock Pro Wrestling, they just dropped it today at 6 o'clock. It should mm-hmm. be available on demand at um, dpwondemand.com. You guys should check it out. It's headline. By the likes of the Workhorsemen versus the uh, who was the group? I, I can't. Their name, violence, violence, or something like that. I, I literally forgot their name. My bad. As well as uh, the DPW World Tag Team Championships is on the line as all that. Make sure you guys check that out for real. It's it's a good it's a it was a good match that I saw from what I what I was watching before we came live on the show. Other than that, make sure you guys uh, check all that out as well. Um, Anything else wrestling related I I, I I missed before we move on? Nah. That you think of that you you think we should, we care enough to talk about? No. Nah. 
No. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's pull. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what else we got going on. What we got going on. All right. Uh, yeah, that's all we got as far as wrestling related stuff. So uh, I guess we can move on a little bit. Run, you stupid dick. You lost your damn mind. And I'm going to help you find it. Shut your mouth. All right. Uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about our the most unpopular wrestling opinions that were submitted via that via our Discord. Yeah, I, I forgot what I was saying. So if you haven't already joined the Discord, make sure you join us to go digital Discord. But yo, uh, we have three submissions this week, and it should be a short one. Uh, <laughs> this one says for some reason. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo is overrated. Who is that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So who is that? <laughs> <laughs> that literally threw me off. I was like, I thought they was gonna say something like Raquel Rodriguez or something like that. I was gonna say, I know who that is, but I'm like, who? 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 Uh, who? Like, I, I'm not trying. Like, who are you talking about? I guess it was a two-parter because it's no disrespect hey, to her or whoever that is. But, yeah, but I'm I'm uh, sorry, love. Like I I don't I don't know. No, um I'm a grown man. <laughs> if you are under the age of 25. Yeah. 24. Like... <laughs> 24, 25. I don't know jack shit about you. I really sorry don't. about that. But it was a two-parter and it says Paige, I'm guessing it's Soraya. Join the AEW won't change a damn thing while Tony Khan still has the books. I mean, you might be right there because it, it because what what what's she gonna do? Have one match if she's cleared? If she's not cleared, what's she gonna have one one segment? She's gonna be the face of the women's division, like the the authority figure. I don't know. And it said, next up, we'll submit it. CM Punk should not wrestle for AEW again. He's a problem child and will only cause more issues if he comes back. Damn. I mean, I don't. If you look at if you look at the online reception, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not that unpopular. But if any if he doesn't come back, he only brought that on himself. He's a grown ass man who had a little hissy fit at a medium scrum, a press a, a national a press conference that was literally live on in front of everybody so of course that was going to happen and then it says pretty deadly is the most unique tag team i could think of in wrestling right now they are the current nxt tag team champions uh they won the unification match between the nxt uk tag team champions and the nxt tag team champions and they are also aligned with lash legend so i mean they are pretty unique as far as appearance wise, but hopefully we see more from them as far as NXT wise or NXT goes, and then go that's all, that's all we go from there. But I think that's all we have as far as submissions for unpopular wrestling. Another week, another talking about House of the Dragons, Game of Thrones Unleashed on the House. What do you think about this week's episode? You see my face? I'm 
<laughs> yeah. Everybody just getting out of hand right now. Dude killing people. The the side dick killed the other side dick. And now uh, all right. And now they married. Now now they they married. He, so let me and then you look at the pre, if you look at the pre, this, this the the trying to break down this entire show to the to the to the virgin eye to yeah. nobody who's never seen Game of Thrones has to be the most headache inducing conversation. It's right. like it's like how do you explain <laughs> the princess who's the heir of the throne? is in love with her uncle but married her cousin <sighs> just so her daddy can still be cool with her with his other cousin the mother and the cousin just so happens to be gay mm -hmm. but at that time I'm guessing homosexuality wasn't accepted so, if the world finds out that he was gay, they'd probably try to kill him. But instead, the side piece, because they was going to have a whole arrangement where even even though they're married, they can still do what they want to do. They can still who do they want. They still can be who they whoever but, they want to be with. But Sir Christian. He, I guess he got he got she put she put the she put the poon. The poon on him, the poon tame pie on him, and, and he was just like, "Yo, he like he fell in love with her after one night, and he snitched mm -hmm. to the queen, and now next episode is gonna be a ten year time jump, and somehow the king is still alive for some reason. He's going through it, but he's still alive. Mm -hmm. So let me know, and, like." And, Obviously, what this episode, episode episode five was the last DLC of the young version of Princess Renera and Queen Alicent, because now they have the other other actors. Mm -hmm. And they about some oh uh do you take such and such and so and I'm like, did y'all not see all this chaos that done happened? It's food dude, all on the ground, somebody dead. It's blood on the floor. And we are rats messing with the licking the blood. Like, what are you talking about? Do you take such and such? It's a ceremony right now. Yeah. Somebody said, um, somebody was mentioning, oh my God, this is giving me red wedding vibes. How I was in Game of Thrones all over again. And Bro. I was like, man, like this ain't even red wedding. This ain't even red wedding. Exactly. I say like, see, red wedding just... had the death of four. Mm -hmm. Main main characters or three main characters. This death was a side piece that was introdu introduced literally this episode. So the motion and he did and he didn't last long. He only lasted like ten minutes, <laughs> right? Just like uh, Damon's wife lasted five minutes of the show because she was killed in the beginning. So I'm like, broken arm and everything. Like, damn, y'all just killing everybody. And then uh the uh, 
her cousin was there at the wedding because he had a problem with Damien. He was like, oh, like, was it? Uh, that was an accident. I ain't yeah. say it was an accident. I'm proposing it's an accusation. Like, I was like, man. He's like, okay, cool, but uh, I'm going to get my inheritance now because we, we didn't wed it, we didn't bear any kids. Right. So I'm so I got the I got the thing. I don't care. Like because like when we first throne. approached him, like he was just like, Oh, uh, he, he's like Damon, I'm such as he was like, uh, who are you? And then like he like just okay, wh- who are you? And then he told him and who like who he was or whatever. Well, I'm such and such a, your late wife's your late wife's cousin. He's like, and and your point. You coming to you coming to give me my shit or am we gonna and like what you here for? I don't really care, but it's like, what you here for? He's like, I don't okay. answer to you. Like, he he hit them with that. What am I supposed to do with this information? <laughs> right. What exactly am I supposed to do with this information? I don't give a damn. What they way. gotta do with me? She dead. But, we together no more. But next episode is basically going to kick off the, I guess the civil war because it's going to be a battle for the throne. You're going to have, uh, Rhaenyra's half brother, who's the male. Of the family, even though she's the heir, the the people they the people want only wants a king. They don't want no queen. They want a male heir, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want no woman sitting on that seat. Basically, nope. basically. And but she, and so it's going to cause a whole little civil war between that kid, Rhaenyra's kid, and I'm guessing Damon had <laughs> had had had. had so here's where the family tree get, continues to get fucked up. Renera is married to Lenore, who's her cousin. Damon impregnated and possibly married Lenore's sister. You know, you know the little twelve year old uh-huh, who's supposed uh-huh. to he was supposed to marry Viserys in the first episode, but uh-huh. he passed over the twelve year old for the fourteen year old. So uh-huh. like that made a goddamn difference, right? Um, so Damon has a baby by the cousin. So the cousin <laughs> had a baby by the cousin who's the sister of the cousin who's married to the cousin who's in uh, love with the uncle. You see where we're going with this? this is a lot of things <laughs> going on. Y'all see what this is a whole whirlwind. And speaking of whirlwind, there is this picture that I saw on Facebook today and it was talking, it's like a meme pretty much. And it was somebody like King Viserys for the past like few episodes. And it shows like uh, a guy that like dresses in like the costume with the crown on his head and he got a cigarette in his hand. And he's just like- He's frustrated. Stressed. <laughs> like, I mean, stressed. You had Renera telling, you had Renera telling Damon to, to fight through the entire king's guard and take her to Dragonstone to marry her. So I'm like, now if you want me, come on. I'm like, what? What you? What you? What you waiting on? And then I'm just sitting there like, what is this show? Why did I get sucked back into this universe? Yeah. I already escaped in 2018, 2019. I'm right back in it again. Damn it. Man, I swear. I say, you know what? We gonna be. But it's like, yeah, don't get me wrong. Winter is really coming, ladies and gentlemen. It's gonna get cold out here, but my goodness. This show. 
it, once you suck into once you sucked into the show, there's no escaping. You're stuck. Yes. <laughs> You're stuck. <laughs> and I was stuck during this entire show. But uh, House of the Dragon that continues every Sunday. I think the next episode, like I said, is going to have the new uh, actors to play certain roles so there, there's a 10 year time jump between this episode and next episode so well, I guess we'll pay attention to, to that when we get there acknowledge me alright before we wrap up today's episode as always we're going to be chopping it up with the bandit because Squirtle the bandit has a lot to say take it away I got a few things to say, not a whole lot. It's just been an exhausting chain of events. (laughs) Um, So we got, if you guys love music as much as I do, um, DeVito, he will be um, performing November 18th, State Farm Arena, if you're here in Georgia. Um, He's doing his Away Festival tour. Um, away is supposed to be standing for Are We African Yet? So, um, he actually got some good music. So, I want to say definitely check him out. Um, definitely check out this series called, um, gosh, uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Make sure you take a look into that. That's actually going pretty good. So, I'm excited for this coming Friday, see what they're going to do next. Um, there's also been a new episode of Bad Sisters. It's on Apple TV. Make sure you also check that out. Um, I'm still trying to figure out why one of the main characters in the series, why is he not dead yet? I know they're going to go back to, like, how did he die? But I'm just like, okay, like, how did y'all, like, take him out of here? Because I'm still tired of him, and I'm only seven episodes in, and I'm still trying to figure out, okay, how did y'all get him? Because right now... Y'all are doing a poor job at trying to murder this man. Like, y'all about to drive y'all own self crazy trying to murder this man. So, um, other than that, that's going to be great. Um, I want to say, please, whatever you do, please remain safe out here. If you are um, traveling anywhere at night, make sure your car is filled up with gas before you try to go stop somewhere in the middle of the night. Um, it's too much craziness out here going on. Um, ladies, make sure you protect yourself at all costs. Um, we, that means, you know, if you got to have license to carry, do so. There's nothing wrong, you know, carrying a nice little knife on you or pepper spray, and it, it, it's okay. It's needed. Um, also, as I mentioned before earlier in the podcast, Disney on Ice, I believe, is still happening. So, um, you know, you got children. They love Disney. They want to go see some ice skating. You know, take them kids to go see that. Get them a nice little childhood experience for once. So, like, that, that's all right. Um, also, Disney is supposed to put out, I guess, like, some new movies in the coming, like, I want to say in the coming years, like, maybe, like, a year from now or two years from now. So, I think it's Peter Pan and Wendy. I think that comes out 2024. I did mention they're supposed to do another Lion King, but that's supposed to be Mufasa. That's supposed to come out 2024. Um, of course, we got The Little Mermaid. That's next year. Um, I still love the trailer. I don't care what y'all say. Anybody who got a problem with, I with don't a care. character being black, we don't give a shit. I don't shit. care. Like, it is as long as the little kids are happy, I don't care what, I don't care what exactly. y'all 
thank you. <laughs> I could care less. Um, also, um, I heard the invitation, the movie, the invitation is pretty good. Uh, hopefully, I will go ain't check that it out. Na- ain't that with Natalie? Uh, Natalie, I think the, the, the woman from um. Game of Thrones and the Fast and the Furious series. I think so. With the poofy hair, light skin, British. I believe, I, I think so. I want to say anything yes. with her is a win. That's oh a well, yeah, win. but it's that like is a gorgeous woman. I don't get. Yeah, Natalie. Oh uh, yeah, Natalie. Uh, Natalie Emanuel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's that a gorgeous woman. I don't give a damn what anybody. Yes, I, the movie can she suck. Is. She the movie is. can suck. I don't give a shit. I, I will. I, uh, she she gets. She, I will she's watch amazing. every movie with her in it. I don't care. Yeah, she's from the UK. She was in. She's supposed to be in the upcoming movie called Fast X. So they supposed to put that out too. Supposed to make that's, Fast. That's 10. Fast and the Furious. That's the. Y'all don't know two, what that is, but yeah, it's supposed to be a part <laughs> two. It's supposed to be like a two part thing. Mm-hmm. They're trying to wrap up the, sh- the the universe, even though that shit should have ended in Fast and Furious Seven. But yeah. <laughs> but um, yep. Also, there is um. Okay, I already talked about the invitation. There is another um, TV series supposed to come out this year. Oh, Wednesday. Um, premieres November 23rd on Isn't Netflix. That with the young girl um, from Disney that's no longer in Disney because she's been doing a lot more other movies. I forgot her name. The star, the star of it. She was on Stuck in the Middle. And then I believe she was on Yeah, you. Jenny Ortega. Jenny, yeah, Ortega. Yeah. Jen, Jenna Ortega, if I said Jenna. Jenna, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, I'm happy Talent, Catherine Jones is going to be in there. Like that's talented, another thing. She's a, she's a talented ass kid. That yeah, she's been killing it from what I've. Yeah, seen. They got they got some pretty good characters in this. Movie. Some of these characters I know. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Excited. I have I ha- it's been a minute since I've seen the Adams Family. Like anything content, family. anything related to the Adams Family. So, I mean, cool. And speaking of throwbacks, if you ever get a chance, um, definitely uh, if y'all like like old cult classics like me, definitely uh, if you have Peacock, look at the monsters. That's I love that show to death. I don't care, <laughs> I don't care what y'all say. It's a classic. Watch it. I don't care how many times you watch it. Watch it. It's on Peacock for free. Go watch that's, it. That's just that's just like fools out here trying to praise. Hocus Pocus. That shit is garbage. Hey, don't do that. Hocus I won't say I'm praising it, but I, still I don't like give a, them. I don't give a damn. Because it's a classic for me. Like, and Hocus I still Pocus haven't is, seen that's supposed to come out September 30th on Disney Plus. So Pocus yeah, Pocus like classic. Hocus Pocus <laughs> is classic garbage. You guys, no matter what, no matter what you guys, whatever you do, like I don't care how much merch y'all send me. It or send us like don't give Gresh any hocus pocus stuff. Don't do that. Keep if that he, if you do, yourself. he'll give it to me. But don't send him. If I don't please. burn it, yep. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> give it to me. I like it, and so does one of my cousins. So like, I will take it happily. Like <laughs> y'all, y'all love mid. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Then they they. I still like it because they're just one. Parker. So that's why I still like it so much. They was dumb enough to make a second one. Hey, <laughs> Hocus Pocus is straight up garbage. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh, that does not. On you. Oh, speaking not only of just classics, but they rumor has it they're supposed to make another never-ending story. I don't know if any of y'all have seen that or not. 
But if y'all have not seen Never Ending Story, I'm going to need y'all to watch that. Don't get me wrong. I will warn y'all. It's so many. It's like, for me, like, I love the first one. But it's like, I did end up watching the rest of it. It's like, probably like six of these things. But it's it's a trip. But anyway, I love the first one. The first one always top everything else for me, in my opinion. But they're supposed All to make a remake. Trash. They supposed to make a trash. remake. I think in I think it's supposed to even come out in 2024. I don't know, but I'm like, trash. if y'all gonna do that to the new generation, please let them trash. watch the the actual first one. All of it is trash. All of it is trash. Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus is trash. Never ending is trash. All this shit is See, trash. Y'all just gonna just y'all love and y'all love encouraging just, mid. Hey. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving mid. Hey, m m m m mid. <laughs> and if y'all ever want to see a good reality series where like people they be working on you know yachts for a living, they trying to figure out their life and all that stuff, I recommend you watch Below Deck. It's pretty great. Watch all of them. I don't care. Anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely drink your water. Um, clean your body. Take a bath. Take a shower. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Don't work too hard out here. Stay safe out here. Um, if you starting to work out, don't overwork yourself to the point where you in, in somebody's, you know, hospital or injuring yourself or other people. Um, if you, you know, dealing with your emotions, you got anger issues, it's okay to talk to somebody, but make sure you de-stress first. You know, come to a come to a halt, calm down, breathe, and talk about it. It's it's fine, it's okay. We, we human. Ain't nobody. You're not Superman. You're not Superwoman. We're not really made of steel. As much as we like to pretend we are, we not. We all hurt. We got feelings, and it's okay. But you are loved. You are appreciated. You are special. You are needed. You have a purpose here. I don't know what that purpose is, but you got a purpose here, and it's okay. So, <laughs> but yes, um, definitely, and, and be grateful. Because, you know, it's a lot of people out here that's in a way worse situations or conditions that you are in. Um, my prayers do my prayers do go out to people that's in Puerto Rico. Um, they already done had a recent hurricane and everything. So please, like, you know, keep them in your prayers. And even if you don't pray, positive affirmations is definitely needed. And if people are traveling to Puerto Rico or they coming back from Puerto Rico, you know, I wish you guys, you know, safe travels as well while y'all dealing with that, too. So, you know, just keep those families lifted. And um, like I mentioned before, winter is coming. It's going to get cold out here. So make sure you bundled up. Make sure, you know, you got your sweats. I'm ready to wear some of my winter stuff. I bought these coveralls. And I'm so excited when I get a chance to rock them. But right now, it ain't happening. Because this weather out here is fluctuating. It's going up and down for me. I ain't wearing them coveralls right now. I got time. So other than that, like... <laughs> Please. <laughs> and speaking of time, make sure you guys go out of your way to check out The Woman King. That is that just dropped this past Man, weekend. Man, I'm ready for that. I heard it uh, was great. I saw I saw it yes what's today? Saturday. I saw mm-hmm. it yesterday uh with the family and I must say I enjoyed it. It it, it had its moments of like the acting from everybody the casting choice was perfect. Everybody and it was no like no nobody was miscast or nobody was faking to be like they used a lot of people either from South Africa or from the UK. Thank you. So every and it it, it felt good to seeing some chocolate women on screen. Oh yeah. Like especially because how they 
Right. It's like you either have to be light skinned or borderline white to be in proper. film. I'm actually kind of happy that they did that. Like, same thing with Black Panther. Like, you know, I'm just tell y'all something right now. I don't care what y'all say. Black is beautiful. All shades mm. of it. I love yeah. my black people. I love my black men, my black women, especially when we out here doing big things. Because, I mean, let's face it, we the best anyway. But, like, <laughs> I love everybody else too. I love y'all too. But let's just. Let us hype each other up for a second, y'all. Y'all get hyped up a lot. We're gonna hype each other up for a second. We, we have to, for- like, you know, it's it's a trip how like us as a race, you know, we're so quick to tear each other down, and it's like that's not cool. You know, I'd rather build us up, you know what I'm saying? Like all of us out here, we ain't we ain't all bad. You got some of us, we are we out here, we doing we doing what we supposed to do, we out here uplifting each other, we out here making you know, looking out for each other, and that's what we gotta do. So I, I love y'all. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah. And and but yeah, make sure you guys check that out. Uh, like I'm not gonna give y'all a, spo- a spoiler review or anything. Just check it out for yourself. Like go out of your way to like you. It's it's a it's a story of empowerment. It's a story of overcoming your past to build to a stronger future. It's about family. It's about uh, respect and. It, and it's it's set in in a time before like a lot of people need to stop trying to go into these type of movies expecting it to be about today's time, which is more accepting and open. This was set in the eighteen hundreds, so a lot of this stuff, a lot of stuff that was acceptable, that's acceptable now, was not acceptable then. So, nope. just 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 give me your heads up to, so you can know what you're walking into but the woman king is a great movie that you guys should definitely definitely check out and before we sign off today shout out to those who've been copping the merch and supporting us over on patreon patreon.com slash digital i appreciate you guys immensely and shout out to kingpin for purchasing his black yeah. AF t-shirt uh he he po- he 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 posted his picture in Discord. And if you guys ever decide to cop the merch, make sure you guys post yourself or post a picture of you with it, so you can know. Because I'm I'm actually rocking the East Sleep the the East Sleep Flex and Repeat shirt that is available now at Gresh.Live/Merch, as well as make sure you guys keep a lookout for the October drop that's going to drop next month. It is the flexing season because October is officially flexing season for those of you who don't know. My birthday month it starts in October. Yeah. And and if you didn't obviously catch the hint last week, you're gonna catch it now. We're gonna probably take a break from watching AEW or reviewing AEW on the show. Uh, we're gonna tap into the retro reviews once again for next month or starting next week and next month or whatever. Because uh, yeah, got to balance ourselves out. The show, it, I'm not enjoying the show. So let's just let's just put it there. Like I enjoy certain people, but overall, the show's just not. And instead of me complaining about stuff or not trying to be a live episode of the podcast, gotta 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 adapt and move on, move forward with other things. So will will we review it in the future? Maybe if something big happens. If not, just expect it to not be there. But uh, if if Swell ain't got nothing else to add or nothing else going on with the Chop It Up with the Bandit, uh, make sure you guys stay safe out here for real. Like what, what she said, it is Suicide Prevention Month, so if, if you need yes, help, make, make sure you are not alone. You are, are not a burden. You are not uh, a nuisance to anyone, especially to me or her. If you 
feel like you just want to let out a scream do that don't it is don't. okay people it's okay to grab a pillow and scream into it no i do it all the time hello <laughs> like, nah, it's, like it's okay it's okay it's okay and it's okay to be great and it's okay mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. it's okay to be it's okay to to be yourself mm-hmm. and if nobody won't accept you for who you are then that's their loss not yours yep but you are loved you are appreciated and you are highly appreciated for sticking it with us for two hours of this podcast because this has been episode 20 of the Gresham Leafs podcast as well as always I am your voice that does the most Gresh and that is the Queen of Rebels Swallow the Bandit and with that being said you guys stay safe out here in these streets and remember to always eat sleep flex and repeat we out be breezy bye y'all